0: You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at soundtalentmedia.com. The Daily Music Business Podcast. What's up, and welcome back to the Daily Music Business Podcast. I'm your host, Monica Strutt. So Australians woke up yesterday to find that they're being blocked from accessing news in their Facebook feeds. It's a pretty dramatic escalation of the social media giant's standoff with the federal government, and the move also prevents people overseas from sharing Australian content on Facebook – Facebook said that it made the move in response to the government's proposed media bargaining laws, which would force major tech giants like Facebook and Google to pay Australian news outlets for their content. FYI, it comes as authorities in some countries revealed around about six months ago that they have been looking into investigating how tech firms use news content without paying for it because it's intellectual property just like music, right? Facebook said that the proposed Australian law fundamentally misunderstood the relationship between their platform and publishers who use it to share news content. And that comes despite the fact that our treasurer, Josh Friedenberg, tweeted yesterday that he had held constructive talks with Mark Zuckerberg yesterday morning. Facebook said that it faced the choice between attempting to comply with Australian law or banning news content on its services in Australia altogether. And with, quote, a heavy heart, it was choosing the latter. The problem is this hasn't just affected big news outlets like the ABC, SBS or Channel 9 like most news outlets are actually reporting. This has also affected small news websites like music media, independent blogs and podcasts as well as some band pages. In this episode I'm going to be giving you the lowdown on what's been affected, the impact for you whether you're in Australia or not and workarounds myself and others have been using. Before we get started, make sure you do subscribe and follow me on socials. Don't worry about following me on Facebook, but definitely follow me on Instagram and Twitter, particularly where I'm also very, very active. Firstly, let's look at who has been affected by this change in the rules. All posts from Australian news pages have been hidden. This means their pages appear as almost a shell. It has a bit of the description, the banner or the header has completely disappeared. And in the posts section for Australians viewing Australian news pages, it says that there's no posts to show. However, if you're outside of Australia, they'll appear as normal. Secondly, all posts from Australian news pages are removed in Facebook groups. So they've not only been removed from Facebook pages, but they've also been removed in Facebook groups. This means that if a media outlet has a community group associated with them, like Australian music media outlet Wall of Sound, they have a Facebook group called the Wall of Sound Community of Legends, Their posts, any post made within that group from the Wall of Sound page, has vanished essentially. But interestingly, this is not just for people in Australia. It's vanished for people overseas as well, which is different to the rules applied to Facebook pages. So just to be clear, people outside of Australia can see posts on Australian media Facebook pages, but they cannot see any posts within groups from Australian Facebook pages. Thirdly, Facebook are classifying some podcasters, blogs, and even banned pages as media, also, at least at the time of this recording. So, my business page, my Monica Strutt business page, has actually been affected despite the fact that my type of page is artist, it's not media. The page type, if you look at it, it actually says artist and I also added coach to it today just in case it would make my claim against Facebook, which I'll talk about later a little bit more clearer. And also my posts have gone from my Facebook group. So anything that I posted from my page, which is pretty much everything, about 99% of the posts for the past few years, they are completely invisible and I actually removed myself as an admin from the page. So I actually think I've screwed myself over and there's no way for me to get those posts back, unfortunately. And as I mentioned, any posts from pages which Facebook have deemed as media aren't visible to anyone within Facebook groups so they've disappeared not only for my Australian members but also international members as well. I did have a bunch of free training videos in there, which are gone, which is kind of sad, but a lot of the training videos I'd actually already repurposed into podcast episodes, either for the Being in a Band podcast, which is my podcast, or the Daily Music Business podcast anyway. So thankfully I did that, and I just happened to coincidentally download another one of my favorite training videos, all about mindset and mental health for musicians, last week. So I'll definitely be sharing that on my being in a band podcast or the daily music business podcast. So yeah, that's one consolation is a lot of the core content, which I'd been putting into the group since it opened in 2018. I've, uh, repurposed in some way already, but it does suck that if you guys want to go watch those videos, if you're more of a visual person, you can't go back and do that. And of course there are some trainings that I had not downloaded, had not repurposed, uh, at all. So they, at this stage, I I believe that they're gone forever, probably, but we'll see. So, I have put in an appeal to Facebook, just I guess reiterating the fact that I'm a coach and a musician. I'm not a media outlet, although I do have a podcast. It's an educational podcast. And I was able to do that um, just quickly whilst we're on the topic. I was able to do that by going to the top right of uh, Facebook and there's that down arrow next to your messages or notifications and then I just went to help and support and I reported a problem and I did it in both the help us improve the new Facebook category and also the something went wrong category. But other podcasters have not been affected and I'll reveal why I think this is the case shortly. So let's talk about the impact. Well, the most obvious impact is that posts have disappeared from any page that Facebook has deemed a media outlet. So as an artist, if a media outlet has posted a news piece on you recently, that is not accessible from the media outlet's Facebook page, unfortunately. And if you're viewing a page from an Australian IP, also some banned pages have been affected. This has even impacted bands like Metallica and Nickelback. Insert obvious joke about Facebook doing people a favor by hiding Nickelback's posts. But on a sadder note, it's also affected smaller bands. And as I said, it's affected smaller news outlets as well. If an Australian band or page affected even tries to post an article, we now get an error message. So the error message is quote This post can't be shared in response to Australian government legislation. Facebook restricts the posting of news links and all posts from news pages in Australia. Globally, the posting and sharing of news links from Australian publications is restricted. On a lesser note, I first noticed that there was an issue with my Facebook group as the cover image had completely disappeared. I actually updated it today from my personal page, and at first I didn't think that that worked, but a couple of hours later, there is now a cover photo. Very, very minor issue, but uh, you know that is just something to report nonetheless. But mostly, this will affect you if your band is mid-PR campaign and trying to reach an Australian audience. This will, of course, affect Australian media outlets the most, and second to that, PR companies that service the Australian market. Look, the biggest thing is that you simply cannot share news pieces, reviews, or interviews on Facebook if you're mid-campaign, which look, it's not the end of the world if you have other platforms, which most people do, and especially if you have an email list. I'm going to talk more about email lists at the end of this episode. So what are the workarounds? Posting in my group from my personal profile works. I removed my business page as an administrator of the group, and now it's just run by my personal page. I also assigned an added Admin role to my boyfriend as a safeguard just in case anything happens to my personal profile in future honestly you can never be too careful and given the fact that I'm an ex-music journalist and still had heavy mag listed as a former employer on my Facebook page you know that link was there in my about section I'm treading very lightly I've since actually deleted heavy completely from my personal page so I have zero links or ties to a media outlet now Truthfully, I don't think Facebook would look at that connection, especially because it's a former workplace. I think it's more so looking at where these articles are coming from. But hey, I'm just covering all bases here. The next workaround is going to be most relevant to podcasters. So before I mentioned that some podcasters had been affected, but not all. So whenever I share a podcast on my Facebook, whether that be my business page or within the group, I always share it as a blog post. So that means with every episode I put out, there's a corresponding blog post with sometimes a bit of a transcript or links and resources, that sort of thing. And I always share it from my website because ultimately I want to be leading people back to my website and not Spotify because not everyone has Spotify and just having that embed link makes it easier for you guys to listen to without too much fuss, but also it's leading people back to my website. So if people want to work with me, then they'll be easily able to find my coaching packages and membership and that sort of thing. But I was looking at Andy Dowling's page from the Andy social podcast shout out and his page is still absolutely fine and it wasn't impacted at all. And when I looked at the links that he shares, he doesn't share it from blog posts on his website or anything like that whenever he's sharing the fact that he's got a new episode out, he always shares a YouTube link, Spotify link, or a link from podcast platforms like Wushka or CastBox. And all the posts are still there. So it must be that Facebook is allowing links from, you know, Spotify, CastBox, Wooshka, that sort of thing. But if your website has been flagged as a news website, then obviously your post will be blocked. So I can still share podcast episodes on Facebook, so long as it's a direct link from spotify or another podcasting platform insert conspiracy theory about how big american corporations are trying to silence independent voices and also new world order here and for instagram and twitter and that sort of thing i can actually continue to share podcast episodes embedded in blog posts The next workaround is more of a social media tip. For those of you who are right smack bang in the middle of a PR campaign or are just about to start a PR campaign, what you can actually do is share links on other platforms like Twitter or your IG bio. If you've got over 10K on Instagram, you can also utilize the swipe up feature. And also if you've got an email list, then I'd suggest you definitely start utilizing that more. But in terms of sharing stuff on Facebook, look, all you can do is create a graphic. I'd suggest using something like Canva, which is free and looks professional. They've got templates and stuff. And then just putting a little bit about what the news piece or interview is about, maybe a quote from the interview or just say thanks to, uh, you know, for example, Heavy Magazine without tagging them. Actually, I think tagging them is okay. That remains to be seen. For uh, sharing the news of our latest release and just include that sort of info in the caption. Other people are saying that if you share a news piece via a third party link shortening tool such as Bitly, then that is able to be posted. However, I tried doing that today and I got an error message, but my friends who work for news outlets are saying that using a Bitly short link to share their articles actually does does work for them, or at least it worked for them yesterday. So I'd hazard a guess to say Facebook are going to catch on to that pretty soon, but we'll see. Just try it out. And lastly, my last tip is to start an email list. Newsletters are really powerful because it means you can get directly into the inbox of your fans and you don't have to worry about the algorithms. This has always been the case. Email lists have always been a really powerful tool for musicians. In fact, I am actually doing a masterclass in my being in a band membership tomorrow morning, all about how to start an email list, how to get people on your email list and how to kind of utilize it as a marketing tool. So if you are interested in that masterclass, then join the membership, just head to monicastrutcom slash membership, and you'll be redirected to where you can join at $37 US a month. Uh, But if you're listening to this after the masterclass has gone live, you can still join and the replay will be available. I highly recommend that if you do not have an email list set up right now, then you need to get onto that because the fact is, we've always known that at any point, social media platforms can change their algorithms, they can change the rules, and you have to own access to your fans, having their email address is really, really powerful. In fact, you probably have a bunch of emails sitting there in your band camp that you can download to get you started and start communicating and connecting with your fans more directly. So again, I definitely encourage you to come join the Being in a Band membership. Honestly, this masterclass just could not have come at a better time, I think with this new rule that's been implemented uh, on Facebook. And, you know, this may not impact Australia in future. Other countries may start to be impacted. And lastly, what can you do to help? As a music fan and musician, there are a couple of things that you can do to support Both media outlets based in Australia and also overseas. And even if you aren't in the middle of a PR campaign or you aren't really seeing how this affects you, it does affect you. I always say you need to support the scene and they'll support you. A rising tide lifts all ships, and the music industry is really small. So the more you support others, not just other bands and musicians, but you support other media outlets or industry people. Honestly, that is one of the best ways to get noticed and stand out. Not that you should do anything with the pretense of expecting stuff in return, but just trust me when I say that eventually karma does come back to you. So two things, definitely follow media outlets on their other platforms, particularly Twitter and Instagram. Twitter is huge for anyone in the news and media sectors. So you should be on there anyway, but I know a lot of you listening, uh, a percentage of you probably won't have a Twitter account. Twitter hasn't been so big as particularly in Australia um, for the last couple of years. So if you've been contemplating starting a Twitter account, then, you know, now is really fair fantastic time. Uh, so yeah, follow media outlets, particularly on Twitter and Instagram. Come and follow me on Twitter and Instagram. As I said, I'm Monica Strutt everywhere. And also subscribe to their email list. As I mentioned, this is the most direct way to get news and support media outlets. You can support me because of course, as I said, I've been impacted too. Come and join my email list. There's a couple of freebies that you can get for joining. So if you head to monicastrut.com/slash-spotify. You can get access to download my Spotify playlist cheat sheet, which is by far my most popular freebie. It is the way that most people find me. I know that you're going to find it super valuable. And if you'd like to learn more about social media, head to monicastrutcom slash social media. And over the course of five days, I'm going to be giving you short, easy to digest lessons all about social media and how to really optimize your platforms and uh, how to really really grow and get more engagement on all of your social media platforms before we end things I just want to say a couple of thank yous and shout outs for people that helped me put all of this information together and who have supported me the past couple of days during uh what came as quite a shock I think to a lot of us look I've always come at things from a pretty relaxed perspective in terms of you know You need to not be relying on one single social media platform to communicate with your followers and fans. You need to be building multiple platforms and also, of course, email list, which is super powerful. These platforms can change their algorithms and the rules anytime. So it's one of those things where there's really no point being too angry about it. Uh, We kind of just have to roll with the punches because ultimately they're a business and we don't own our social media pages. But as I said, it did come as quite a shock to myself and my colleagues who work in music media just for the fact that it was so sudden and it is a massive, massive change that we should have probably seen coming. But uh, we didn't have any sort of notice or any way to kind of prepare that this was going to be happening yesterday. So I just want to say a quick thank you to Curtis Dewar from Dua PR, who really helped me yesterday and this morning in figuring out uh, some workarounds and what platforms of mine had been affected. I also want to shout out Brownie from Wall of Sound, who gave me a call this morning and also told me about the workaround in posting from my personal page in my group, as opposed to my business page. And a uh, shout outs also to Luke Dennis and Michael Tesserero, who have also. Also been super helpful. While we're here, I did want to also shout out Monique Pym from the band Relica, who also is a publicist from Overdrive PR, who actually helped me not with uh this particular matter, but she helped me with a blog post that I'm currently writing or I've just submitted to Bandzoogle on grants for Australian musicians and bands. So that will be out soon via the Bandzoogle website. But she gave me some really great tips in terms of uh, stuff I can share with you guys within that post on how how to give you the best chance possible of your grant application being successful so thank you for tuning in to the being in a band podcast of course subscribe that is another way that you can help me and the other podcasters who have been affected by this new Facebook change share this podcast with your bandmates or your musician or music industry friends as well don't forget to share via the podcasting platforms not from my blog posts on my website if you're sharing on facebook Facebook. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter. Sign up to my email list. And yeah, I'd be really, really grateful for your support. I've left all the links below. Speak to you next time. Bye. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Hey, what's up? This is Blake Wyland. I'm the host of the Tone Mob podcast. It's a show where I interview guitar people about guitar stuff.